Good morning, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Monday, December 18th. And wow, can I just say, it's almost Christmas. It's a week from today. Christmas is happening a week from today. I hope you guys are doing good. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the myth of quiet time. It's Mailbox Monday. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. letter from a mom a few weeks ago, and she sounded really discouraged. She said that she had been trying to do her quiet time by herself, and it wasn't working. So she tried to do quiet time with her children, and that was frustrating. And she said she feels weak as a mom and discouraged in her time alone with the Lord. And so I thought, you know what? I think what's happening to her, and she asked to remain anonymous. So I'm going to say, this is for you, anonymous. Uh, for the person who feels discouraged in their quiet time, I want to just remind you really quickly that I believe that that is by design. We've talked about that on the podcast before, how the enemy will come in and just make us feel like we're failing. And I'm here to tell you right now, and I say this to homeschool moms all the time, your 10 minutes in the Bible every day with your with your children or alone with the Lord, God will multiply it like the loaves and the fishes. He's good like that. And so I'm going to take you back to the word today and just encourage you in what God says about not only the priority of his word, and then I'm going to also give you some ideas. So some practical things. So I'm calling this Mailbox Monday, quiet time for for noisy families, uh, because I have a noisy family. And so a moment of silence for everybody with a noisy family. Before I get uh, too farther, too much farther into this, I want to let you guys know a couple. Well, a couple really cool things are going on. Uh, first of all, I am going to be speaking. I'm going to be come out and and uh, come to a MomStrong conference. You guys, I'm heading to Sparta, New Jersey, so I'll be flying nonstop. Kind of excited about this, actually, uh, with my girls and my husband. So um, the whole team is going to be there. So we're excited about that. January fifth and sixth. In Sparta, New Jersey, we'll be flying nonstop from Portland, Oregon to JFK and just uh, and then driving over there to see you guys in New Jersey. And we are excited to be there. So I don't often get to have everybody uh, on my team with me, but for this particular conference, we do. So we're excited about that. I hope that you guys um, have purchased your tickets. If you haven't, it's not too late. So Sparta, New Jersey, January 5th and 6th. Then I'll be in Dayton, Ohio for the MomStrong Conference, February 2nd and 3rd. And then I'll be in Florida, February 16th and 17th for the MomStrong Conferences. So I'm telling you, I've said it before and I'll say it again, these events are going to change your life. So come on out and I'm telling you, you guys are going to be glad that you came. Also wanted to let you know uh, that I'm going to be, I'm actually, my speaking schedule for 2018 is booked and I'm looking right now into 2019 and believe it or not, 2020. If you are interested in hosting a MomStrong conference in your neck of the woods or you'd like me to come and speak for your event, please fill out a speaking uh, request form and you can find that at my website at HeidiStJohn.com. Also, if you have still wondering uh, what to get your friends for Christmas, can I just encourage you, uh, if you haven't picked up several copies of Becoming MomStrong yet, if you haven't checked out the Bible study, we just got incredible news. Uh, MomStrong, Becoming MomStrong is now in its second printing. So we are excited about that because the book just released in September and it's already gone to print now for the second time. And the Bible study is in its third printing. 
So uh, we are thrilled to see how that is ministering to women around the world. And it's a chance for you just to get into the Word. It's a six-week study that goes along with Becoming MomStrong. And it is my heart to direct you back to the Word of God so that you will see how important your role as a mother is and why it's so important for you to be men and women of the Word. I know that there are a lot of men who listen, and I sometimes uh, don't mention you. Uh, but I have a friend of mine, a gentleman friend of mine, who's actually in the middle right now of reading MomStrong. <laughs> we were talking about it the other day, and he's like, Heidi, I'm like on chapter five of Becoming MomStrong, and really, I'm getting a lot out of it. Well, that's because the book is really, I mean, obviously, my heart is for women, and my heart is for mothers, but the book is aimed at anyone who has influence in the life of a child. And it's just saying, listen, the world is a confusing place to live right now. We are saying that gender is uh, is assigned at birth. What a ridiculous notion this is, that we can change God's created order. As human beings, it's so narcissistic and it's so prideful. And I was uh, listening this morning to one of my favorite uh, Bible teachers, and he was talking about the story of Nebuchadnezzar. And I'm going to just flow right into talking about quiet time. Uh, he was talking about the story of Nebuchadnezzar and saying that Nebuchadnezzar, who uh, had he was the the king of Babylon, right? So this this city was fortified. It had massive walls around it. You think President Trump wants to build a massive wall? Uh, Nebuchadnezzar could beat him hands down with his wall around Babylon. And the Bible records that he became wise in his own eyes. Sound familiar? Are we sometimes wise in our own eyes? Certainly we see that happening in the culture today. And I would like to challenge you because I think sometimes, well, let me just finish with Nebuchadnezzar really quickly because it's such a fascinating story. And I think I'll, I would like to spend some time on it uh, in, in, in the coming months because it's such a powerful testimony of what happens to us when we walk away from God's created order, when we decide that we are smarter than God. And really that's what this whole, that's what the whole uh, transgender movement is. You know, and I'm not talking about children who are born with chromosomal abnormalities. I'm talking about children who are born perfectly fine. And I read an article the other day about a parent uh, who is putting their five-year-old child through surgery, through uh, sex reassignment surgery, and my heart just broke. I thought, what in the world is going on? Well, the Bible, it's, cl it's plain to see what's going on. We are walking away from what God says is right. And Nebuchadnezzar became wise in his own eyes, remember, and God gave him a dream. And God can speak to us in lots of different ways. We see it all the way through the Bible. It seemed like in Nebuchadnezzar's time, it was sort of in vogue <laughs> for God to speak through dreams. And he, I think he still does that. I think he speaks through dreams. He'll speak to you through your children. He'll convict your heart through your child. Has that ever happened to you? That's happened to me uh, many times. It's amazing to me. Uh, my kids will say something to me and I can just hear the Lord saying, uh-huh, that's me, pay attention, right? He does that. He speaks through his word. He speaks through pastors and teachers. Hopefully he's speaking to you through this podcast. But what happened to Nebuchadnezzar is he did not listen when he, when Daniel interpreted his dream and basically said, dude, God's going to bring you, he's going to lay you low. Do you know that before God actually laid him low, that he had a tremendous success for almost a year after that? So he ignored Daniel's warning and he eventually went insane. The Bible records that he went mad and for seven years, he wandered around Outside, he lived outside like an animal. The Bible says that his hair grew long like feathers and his uh, and his fingernails grew really long. And I was thinking, oh my word, this is what happens to us when God actually lets us be as we really are apart from him. And I think as mothers especially, and, and certainly I know there's a bunch of you uh, fathers who are listening to this today, your time in the Lord, in the word, 
your time that you give to the Lord every day is saying, Lord, I realize I can't do this thing without you. I can't parent my kids without you. I can't make wise decisions apart from you. I recognize that a way that that if I don't come to you and acknowledge my own weakness, that I will never have the strength that you intend for me to have. And God wants us to be in his word. So in Deuteronomy uh, chapter 32, verse 47, the Bible talks about why God's word is vital. It says they are not just idle words for you. They are your life. They are your life. I wonder, uh, men and women, if we saw being in the Bible every day as life for our souls, like water is to our physical bodies, the Bible is to our spiritual walk with God. Psalm 42, verses one and two, as the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul thirsts for you, O God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? I love this is David's enthusiasm. He's like, my, my, my soul is panting for you. When can I go and meet with you? It's, it's his attitude. And I think I, I lead a mom strong group here. I'm privileged to have a, a group of women that I meet with on Wednesday mornings. And we've been going through becoming mom strong. And we were going through chapter five the other day, which is talking about becoming beautiful and what it means to be beautiful in the eyes of the Lord. And part of that becoming beautiful is learning to find rest. And do you know where you find rest, busy mom? You find it at the feet of Jesus. You find it in spending your time, in spending time with the Lord. We find it in what we call quiet time. And I realize that that, uh, that, that definition sort of defies uh, many of you. And you're thinking quiet time for, you know, for goodness sake, I've got five kids under five, you know, or like you're like my sister Hope and she's got four kids, four and under. Uh, and you're in a busy season of, of your life and your house is noisy all the time and you're struggling to find quiet time. Listen, can I just tell you, it doesn't have to be quiet, but it does need to be intentional. It needs to be intentional. Why? Because um, God's word is life for our soul. Second Timothy 3, 16 through 17, all scripture is God-breathed and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the man or woman of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Matthew 6, 33, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. So I'm going to ask you today, what's the all these things in your life? When you think about all the things that you pray about, all the things that you want, what is it that that you are putting before seeking God's kingdom first? And I want to encourage you that the Bible is true. And, and when Jesus said, seek my kingdom first, and then all these things will be added to you. He's, he's not messing around. You know, Jay and I have had, uh, he's trying to, he's trying to direct you. Jay and I have had the privilege of raising seven very unique individuals. And we just celebrated our daughter Sierra's uh, 24th birthday the other day. And on our family, we have a tradition of getting together around the table. And after we've had, you know, after our tummies are full and, and we've had a chance to just hang around as a family, we like to talk about what it is that's precious about the person that we're celebrating. And we had the opportunity to say what we love about Sierra, but we also had the opportunity to celebrate Wesley, my grandson, who just turned two. And it was really wonderful, you know, as I'm listening, of course, as a mother, I love listening to what uh, people are seeing happening in the lives of my adult children and blessing them around the dinner table. And it was also wonderful to see what they were noticing in Wesley. And kind of a theme around the table was that even though Wesley's two years old, everyone in our family, 
I think there was maybe 12 or 15 of us sitting around the table. Everyone in our family notices that Wesley has a tenderness about him, even though, well, when he's not biting you. <laughs> we're really trying, we're really trying to um, get him to stop biting. <laughs> but when, but it was fun to see. And, you know, we sort of poo-pooed it because he didn't really care. I mean, he wasn't listening. He was stuffing his face uh, with cake. And then he screamed and yelled because he wanted down from the table. And then he threw his train at his brother and it was chaos. So this is life, right? But as we're dealing with all this stuff, um, you know, his dad, Ryan, Wesley's dad said that he also noticed that tenderness in Wesley. And so when he was done saying that, I sort of jumped in and said, hey, I just want to say, I know it feels kind of pointless when we say to the two-year-old, these are the things I love about you. But really what we're doing is we're affirming what God has already put into that little boy, that God has given him a tenderness. And um, men and women, I'm here to tell you right now that you will notice if you'll be sensitive to the spirit and you'll be watching your children, you will notice the unique God-given personality and God-given gifts that he has built into each one of your children when they are very little. And it's just another reason for us to say, boy, I want to take this thing that I see in you and mold it and shape it and sharpen it into the into the arrow that we talked about last last Friday. And part of the way that we do that is in quiet time. So it's important, you know, it's also important. You know, people say um, it's important to have kids have quiet time without electronics. And obviously, I mean, there's a million reasons why, right? Because we want our kids to be able to emotionally process what's happening. We can't do that if we're constantly on television or watching television or on our smartphones or on our computers. But being in the word of God is even more important than that. And it's so important for your kids to recognize, first of all, that they see that they see that um, importance in your life. It's recognizable in your life. And also that you think it's so important that you want them to participate in it as well. So it's really um, a precious opportunity. So I'm going to end today just by giving you, I hope I've made a case for why your daily quiet time is really important. Jay and I have written with our with our uh, children, have written uh, devotionals for families. It's called Firmly Planted Family. We have four of them written. It'll take you through, um, We've ta- we're taking uh, parents through the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible, and also through the Gospels. And this is a wonderful time of year, um, especially after Christmas and as you come into the new year, this is a wonderful time to say, you know what, what we're gonna do this year is we're gonna make time with the Lord, a priority in our family. It's so important to make that time um, and, you know, come alongside your children and just be consistent about it. And so one of the ways that you can do that is by reading missionary stories to your kids. It's been uh, one of our favorite things that we've done. We want to make it wonderful for them, right? We want them not to go, oh, you know, mom, dad, or mom's going to have quiet time with us. And it's so boring and so dry and um, no, we want to give our kids an opportunity to drink living water. So um, if you're looking for a tool to use, you can certainly uh, check out um, the Bible study that Jay and I have written at Firmly Planted Family. Also, um, it's okay just to pick up a children's Bible. This is the first thing that I ever did uh, when I really realized, okay, this is a big deal for my children. I just went to a secondhand store and I found a children's Bible and I read to my children just straight out of the word. And I gave them each, you guys have heard me say this, I'm sure before, but I gave them each a notebooks from Walmart and they each had their own color. And I gave them pencils and I just said, hey, let's write about what God's teaching us just through the simple reading of his word. 
And uh, you guys, it doesn't have to take very long, but it should take priority over everything else that you do as a family. And like I said last week, and I think it's important for you to remember, the devil will do everything he can to keep you from engaging uh, God's word with your children. Don't give him the upper hand. Spend time uh, with your children and spend time with them in prayer, spend time with them in reading the word, find good stories to read with them that point them back to the Lord. These years are formative and we don't want to waste them. So I hope that's encouraging for you today. And I hope that you don't feel, um, it, this is not a guilt trip. So, right, that's the enemy. The enemy always speaks in tones of, of uh, condemnation. So if you're feeling like, wah, wah, and I'm a big failure, um, that's not the Lord. The Lord would encourage you toward a place of walking in right relationship with him. One of the books that I just thought of uh, really quick, if you have little kids, um, there's a book called uh, Little Visits with God. It's old, but I'm sure you can still find it on Amazon. Um, one of my favorite uh, ways to just engage with my children, the kind of the stories are a little bit old fashioned, but the truths are powerful and uh, and it's short. Something you can do even before bedtime with your kids. So uh, so check it out. That, that book again is called Little Visits with God. All right, before I go today, really, I want to just remind you that my friends at the Institute for Excellence in Writing are doing their awesome Christmas giveaway, and they will do that uh, through uh, through the first week in January. So check it out at IEW.com forward slash Christmas 2017. You can find it at IEW.com also, but I'm telling you what, you guys, they're giving away really cool stuff. It'll start the day after Christmas, so a week from tomorrow. And you can sign up for that to get uh, notifications. It's really fun. I've participated in it before and you're going to love it. So check it out at IEW.com forward slash Christmas 2017. I want to remind you too, if you have not left a review for this podcast at iTunes, we would greatly appreciate your sharing this podcast uh, with your friends and posting it on social media and leaving a review at iTunes. It's very simple to do that. You can just go to iTunes and uh, click on the little gear shift. And then leave a review. You can leave a star rating and leave a review for this podcast. We would love it if you would do that. And check out Firmly Planted Family, which is the Bible study that our family has written. If you are enjoying this podcast, this is a great time of year to come alongside this ministry and support it financially with year-end giving. We would be greatly blessed if you would do that. It helps us to keep this podcast on the air and to keep the people employed who mix it down and who uh, who create the graphics for it and who get it out there on social media. I know it sounds like it's just me, but it isn't. <laughs> it's a team of at least uh, four people that keep this podcast going. And so it would be really encouraging to us if you would be, uh, if you would consider, prayerfully consider first praying for this ministry and then also uh, supporting it financially. You can send gifts to Firmly Planted Family at P.O. Box 460 in Battleground, Washington. Zip is 98604. Or I will link back in the show notes today to a link where you can give to this ministry. We appreciate your prayerful support, you guys. Have a wonderful Christmas this week. Don't freak out on your kids. Enjoy it. And on Wednesday, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about some simple ways that you can enjoy Christmas. So I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.